Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome to the Bucket List Buster Travel Show. Your Bucket List Buster Travel Show helps you make your bucket list dreams come true. Host Karen Duncan spent decades running the travel business. She, along with other industry experts, share their knowledge, travel stories, and wisdom about how to travel, where to travel, and how to have a stress-free adventure. Tune in. Give yourself permission to focus on yourself. Create lifelong memories with families and friends. And finally learn to relax, rejuvenate, and reconnect. And here's the host of your show, Karen Duncan. Aloha, buenos dias, ni hao, yahate, bula, guten tag, bonjour, jumbo, board tarde, everything's iry, and good afternoon. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Welcome, welcome to your bucket list buster. This is Karen Duncan, your host. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day out there. It is the middle of summer, and I cannot believe that it's almost the 4th of July. Can you believe it? Where's the year going? This, We're halfway through summer already. And uh, today's show is gonna be very interesting. I have a really great friend that I've known for many, many years. He is part of our new series called Where Have You Been? And he's. this is about when you're living your bucket list dreams with Jerry Rieger. Jerry Rieger worked hard as an entrepreneur and the benefits uh, he got to retire early and start living his dreams. So we'll have a discussion about fun places. He and his wife, Linda, have been traveling over the last three years and what's to do on their bucket list still. Uh, How he divides his time now with going to see his brand new sweet granddaughter, Charlie. Also, this episode is on making your travel dreams come true. Health and wellness is taking to the water and we will start right here at home in Austin learning about what Lake Austin Resort and Spa is doing to enter this market. They've always been about health and wellness, but since they're right on the lake, they've decided to start taking advantage of that wonderful resource that they're next to. Learn how more people are interested in really being immersed in a vacation that helps with their mental and physical health while vacationing and more people are starting to find things in or near the water and being more physically active as part of their bucket list um, requirement as a as a, a something fun to do and my thought of the week is I've decided and I have to admit that I had planned something totally different for my thought of the week and then I started really thinking about the subject matter with Jerry being my guest speaker who was an entrepreneur and has now um, started traveling the world. But what if you're a working entrepreneur? What if you're still working? People that own their own businesses, especially small, small business people, know that it's really hard to take time off. So I thought maybe I would give you some um, some tips on how to make some of your bucket list dreams come true and things that you should know about planning um, for that vacation ahead of time. So, so traveling as an entrepreneur can be tricky. One, because a lot of the times you're the only um, person in the office sometimes when you're a very small business, micro business. And other times you're the person that has to be responsible for everything. So when you leave the office, you don't know if things are going to fall apart or not. So here are some things to know about how to make your bucket list dreams come true as an entrepreneur. First, determine what types of things do you like to do so that you're not messing around with with stuff or going places that don't really interest you. You've got a short number of days. You've got... Um, limited resources. So are you adventurous? Do you like to shop? Do you like to exercise? Do you want to just lay back and relax? What is it that you're hoping to accomplish when you're on vacation? That's the first thing you want to ask yourself. 
Do your research. Ask friends, families, coworkers, church friends where they've been and, and where they've stayed. There you can start narrowing down some of the um, options that you have about where you might want to go. The internet is valuable. Don't get me wrong. As a travel agent, I get asked the question all the time. How do you compete against the internet? Well, I don't compete against the internet. The internet is a valuable tool. Just like when you're looking for a new car, you don't necessarily buy that car on the internet. You do your research and then you go in and you find the best deal. So the internet is valuable, um, but it's not necessarily the authority. I would look into the tourism boards or the convention and visitor bureaus at destinations that you may be interested in. They recommend a lot of information, things to do, where to go, where to eat, where to stay, all of those things. Once again, you're not taking away from me when you when you do that as a travel professional. That's educating yourself on the possibilities. My my job is to help you narrow down your 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 choices and limit you in having to do all of that research. So you may want to look into where you want to go, but you may want to contact someone like myself to help you decide if that's a good fit for you, because that's what we do. Contact that travel professional, be it myself or be it someone else. Look for someone that can help you take that off your plate. We all are professionals at what we do. And I let you do the things that you're good at for me. I, you provide a service for me. Let me help you plan what it is that you need to do and where you need to go. Costs. Start with a budget. Just like everything else, everything needs to start with the budget. And this is one of those questions that I have a hard time with because people hate to give me a budget for vacation. And I don't understand that. But if you tell me that you don't have a budget, then then I have to ask multiple amounts of questions to figure out what type of properties you've stayed in in the past. And I have to find out in a way that gives me an estimate of what you may have spent in the past or what type of um, accommodations you may like to stay at because there's such a large range. I mean, we can stay at an overwater bungalow at Sandals for $10,000 a week or we can, you know, stay at the Motel 6. But you have to be the one that tell me realistically what that budget is. Be honest with that budget. It's so important that you're that you're honest about what your budget is. We want to give you the best value for your money. Your time is valuable. Your cash is valuable. So we want to make sure that you get the best bang for your buck. Get the most for your money. So here we go. Cruises. Cruises are a great value, especially for someone that has a short amount of time. You don't really want to think about a whole lot. You want to take time off, be disconnected. Um, my husband enjoys cruises because the days at sea tend to be um, the days that you can just actually sit around and do nothing and not feel guilty about it. There are things to do on the ship, of course, but it's a great value. It's You can leave from a port that's close to home, so you don't have to fly and be at the airport necessarily, um, depending on where you're located. And then you get on the ship, you unpack once, you go on your trip, and then you turn around and you get back home um, rather quickly. And cruises, there are three nights, four nights, five nights, seven nights, all the way through whatever. An all-inclusive could be an option. That's That's bundling is what I call it. That's where you get your air, your hotel, lots of your activities, all your food, all your alcohol, very similar to cruising, but it's a great value because you can spend one amount of money and you could actually leave your wallet at home. Leave your cash at home. Everything is paid for in advance. All you have to do is take money for souvenirs if you want or if you want to eat off the resort. But it's a great opportunity for you to be able to do something once again very quickly. If you're next to an international airport, you can fly out. I always say, um, you know, something within three hour flight range is very realistic to do for a long weekend. Um, and you get a lot of bang for your buck when you go to an all inclusive because a lot of your. Um, Activities and things right there on the resort are included. Buying airline tickets and hotel online. You can do that, especially if you're thinking about doing a staycation 
where you travel local. Staycations are absolutely instrumental in being able to um, take some time away from the ordinary grind. I love a staycation because sometimes when you've been working really, really hard and you don't have a whole lot of time, but you just need to regroup and re just relax your mind, getting away from the everyday grind and looking at things at home that have to be done is is will rejuvenate you so take take some time if you need to go to downtown austin downtown denver or go to chicago you know it just kind of depends where you live you get a hotel and you pretend like you're someplace else you eat at the restaurant there you can walk to shops and restaurants very close to the hotel all of that's really important and you'll be surprised at how rejuvenated you are when you get back to business on Monday morning. Look at the time of year. Low seasons versus more popular times of the year is very right now for flying trips is uh, internationally is less expensive. Cruises are more expensive and it's the reverse in the winter time. Because people from the colder states are trying to get out of the cold, going um, from Chicago, Milwaukee, or New York, or someplace like that, it costs you more to do an all-inclusive in the Caribbean. Um, But it's less expensive on a cruise. So those are some of the things that you need to know. And when you're on a budget, you want to go when it's going to be the most attractive for your budget. Group travel, not necessarily staying with the group, but being traveling as part of a group. If there are groups already made, for instance, our, our, um, our travel agency does a lot of groups. That doesn't mean that you can't call me and say, hey, do you have any groups going on a trip? And we say, yeah, we let you tag in on that group and then you get the benefit of the group discount. That is really important. That's why a lot of times I'm always asking people, are you do you want to be a group leader that just means you get to put together 10 people that want to go on a trip at the same time you don't have to be stuck together like glue but you can take advantage of group pricing which once again works within helps work within your budget find agents who already have groups put together tag along specials and deals sign up for our newsletter sign up for travel um, other travel newsletters Those newsletters will provide you with last minute opportunities to take some trips where there have been some discounts or some promotions going on, specials. Um, Sometimes the pricing is not cheaper, but you get more for your price. Um, For instance, with the drink packages on the cruise lines right now, that is an opportunity to save upwards of five to $700 on a cruise because if if you're a drinker, and you go on a cruise and that's extra, that can affect the budget. Look at your credit cards and loyalty programs. Um, Credit cards, if you use credit cards for your business, sign up for a credit card that may have a loyalty program so that you can use some of your points. Um, Those are always ways to to get discounts on air, all kinds of things. Once again, it's staying within your budget. Become a group leader. If you know that there are other entrepreneurs out there that have very limited time, then you want to make sure that um, you sign up to be a group leader and put those other folks in there with you so that you get an opportunity to take advantage of those group trips. So let's look at some things that you need to know about pre-travel expenses so that you can plan for that as an entrepreneur, passports and visas immunizations possibly, new clothes, don't lie to yourself and think that you don't, you're going to buy something new, luggage costs with the airlines now that they charge fees, prepay for tours and excursions, that can save you a lot of money actually, Um, and travel protection and insurance, I highly recommend travel protection and insurance for your trip, it's an investment, um, especially when you have limited time and resources, and you, some things come up, especially as a business owner, you never know what may come up that makes it so that you cannot leave at the last minute or that you have to come back on emergency. So you want to make sure that you do that. 
how do you pay for a trip as an entrepreneur or even as a person that just works for someone else? How do you pay for a trip? Create a separate savings account. A lot of people used to do that in the past. Um, you have to be very dedicated and um, committed to keeping that money in there and not using it. Or what I recommend that you do is I recommend that you make payments. One of the things that my travel agency started doing a long time ago was offering people the opportunity to make payments. And most recently, um, Carnival Cruise Line has decided they're going to start offering payment plans. It's an easy way to do it. Just make it a bill, pay on it every month, every couple weeks, every week, however your payments uh, work for you, and then have it already paid for before you go. And then that way you're not paying for an experience after you get back. It's already taken care of. I just think that's the best thing to do. Things to look out for. This is the, these are things that you want to make sure that you look out for so that you're not wasting your time and your money. If it's too good to be true, it is. Multi-level marketing agents. They're not travel agents. They're going to refer you to someone that knows someone that's someone that's in an office and they know nothing about you, who you are, what you like, and what you may um, be looking for. So be careful with that. The beautiful pictures on the internet aren't always beautiful pictures when you get there. You want to know someone that's been there, done that, or at least talk to a professional that can give you some suggestions. Make sure you take, take a real good look at the State Department website so you can figure out if a destination is dealing with some civil unrest and warnings. Send mo sending money to people in countries that you don't know is not recommended. Unless you've already done business with these people or know someone that has, this is not something you want. Look for travel agents and tour companies with credentials. ASTA, the Travel Institute, CLIA, IATAN, USTOA, ARC, all of those letters stand for something. And it's really important that um, people um, look for credentials and professionalism within an organization so that they feel safe doing travel with them. A, a travel agent narrows the fields, guys. That's what we're here for. And we really are wanting to help you um, save time and money, as, especially as a business owner. Fly on Tuesdays and Wednesdays to save some money. Um, and, and little things like that. I'm here. Call me when you need me. Or if you want some recommendations or suggestions, I'm here to help you. So I'm going to take a break. This is going to be a great show when we talk to Jerry when we get back. And we're going to be looking at um, all the different things that people are doing on the water um, in terms of health and wellness right now. But I really think you're going to enjoy the show. I hope this was been, has been some great information for you as entrepreneurs on how you can still take that bucket list trip being a business owner. Talk to you soon. Hi, I'm Sandra Yancey, founder and CEO of eWomen Network. Are you ready to rise up and share all your greatness to the world? Stop playing small and settling for mediocrity? If so, then you need to join us at our eWomen Network Entrepreneur Conference and Business Expo in Dallas this year, August 3rd through the 5th. There will be hundreds of women entrepreneurs from all over the world waiting to meet you to share knowledge, wisdom, and even partnerships. Get ready to be coached by me and learn from other multi-million dollar speakers who will teach, inspire, motivate, and guide you to transform your thinking from small to big. And you can't beat the food and fun at our Saturday night dance party either. Look, no one makes it alone, so it's time to stop trying to be the COE, chief of everything, and step into your role as CEO. There is nothing like the eWomen Network Conference to bring out your genius and help you take action on living your dream. Register at eWomenNetwork.com. Welcome back. This is your bucket list buster. And I have Jerry Rieger on the phone with me. Jerry and I have known each other for, I don't know how many years, at least, at least 10, I would say, huh, Jerry? I would say that's pretty close to right. Yeah. 
Yeah, Jerry and I were on the board of directors here in Pflugerville at the chamber for a number of years. And he was a business owner at the time. And he has fortunately had an opportunity to do early retirement. And he's been traveling the world with his wife, Linda. How are you doing today, Jerry? I am doing terrific. You know, that retirement word, I don't deal with it real good because it just sounds like the next <laughs> thing's the grave. So I know. I, I, well, when, well when I, how do we how do we say it so that it doesn't feel so bad? Because I can't believe well, that you you haven't started working again. Well, I promise I'm open to good business ideas always. Uh, but when I <laughs> when I did leave, I they they knew that I didn't like that word, so they threw not a retirement party for me. They threw a pause party. I told them a I was going to take party. a pause. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> well, I wish somebody uh, would uh, throw me a pause party. <laughs> In time, same. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, Jerry. You know, where did well, you, I, what were you doing before I met you? Well, I'd been in sales for a long time in the uh, waste and recycling industry and had done quite well in that. And then I just started, I decided uh, me and a couple of partners to start a company in 2003, our own company. And that company grew extremely fast. It was kind of like holding on to a race car going 200 miles <laughs> per hour with your hands out the window. Right. Um, but it grew, it grew real fast. And we had quite a few companies that were trying to buy us. And, um, and we kept telling them we weren't interested until one day I got tired of it. And I said, well, make us an offer. And they mm. did. And we called a pretty quick meeting <laughs> after that. And, uh, so anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm blessed to have quit working about um, about three years ago. Uh, I, my wife and I, we, Linda, we live in the hill country and uh, on a beautiful lake, and, uh, and I still do some business consulting, and we probably travel at least three to four months a year. And I garden, I, I play a game called Pickleball, four days a week at the local YMCA, which is a great YMCA here. And then I love to fish. And other than that, you generally find me outdoors doing something, piddling. That's fun. <laughs> so much fun. I need to come out to the lake. You're on Lake Buchanan? That's right. Yeah, you do. It's, uh, yeah. you know, about two years ago, it, it really went down in capacity. And now it's about 95% full. and it's just, it's like, it's like my wife said one day, nothing is ever the same every day when you look out back. Mm. There's something always changing, whether it be the wildlife or boats or skiers, <laughs> whatever it is. I love it. Yeah, it's, you do need to come I've, out. I do. I need to come out there. So, so how, when do you, do you remember your first memory of uh, traveling that created those travel juices to get going? What what excited you about traveling? You know, it probably happened when I was a, a kid. Um, mm -hmm. You know, my family always say we, we didn't have a whole lot of money, but we had a whole lot of love. Right. And so we ended up, you know, we would do just little Texas trips. We would go to Six Flags or go to an Astros baseball game or maybe to a college football game. Um, I think that's primarily where it started. And I always liked that adventure and getting away from what we would call normal. Normal. Mm -hmm. and, uh, yeah. And, and, you know, and a little bit of it was that uh, the trips, you know, the, even though today I look at it, oh, you know, I'd look at it just as no big deal to go across the state or something, but, those trips were big in my eyes when I was a kid. I yeah. think that's when it all settled in. Well, you know, that's that's funny you say that because I ask that question everybody that I talk to on the show. And most people that are traveling now started traveling as children. And I just yeah. really think my my personal philosophy is 
that if we expose our children to any kind of travel, any within the state, anytime you can get outside of your your little box that you live in and then you see the same people and do the same things, then it exposes you to other people, other cultures, other foods, just opening yeah. your mind to other possibilities in life. And it and we can go a long way if people get that opportunity. So yeah, I started traveling as a kid and that's what that's what inspired me. You there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Oh, I thought we lost okay. the connection there for a minute. Yeah. Uh no, I know. Yeah. So what was your what was your last adventure that you and Linda went on? Well, you know, after the right around the first of the year we were blessed with our first grandchild. Uh, our grand granddaughter Charlie and and uh, so she was born in North Hollywood, California, and uh, so we've been we've been going to Los Angeles a bunch. <laughs> we've been <laughs> we've been there three times in the last five months, and uh, probably been around her over two months of her life already. Uh, that's so that's cool. primarily where where we've been going. Sweet, sweet. So I love that name, Charlie, too. I think that's so cool for a little girl. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, and it, it surprised us when we when we heard it, and then the more we heard it, it was like, oh man, I love this name. <laughs> of course, I, know. I think I would tell love anything about that child right now. <laughs> <laughs> Doting grandparents, I love it. I absolutely love it. Right. So before Charlie, where did you got? Where did you guys go? Well, you know, I got to tell you though, every time we've been out there to uh, L.A., we anytime we go somewhere, we try to create an adventure out of it. Good, um, I like that. When we were there in January, um, primarily we were focused on the birth of her and helping our daughter out and our son-in-law. But while we were there, I, I'm a basketball nut, mm-hmm. so. Uh, Went and I've always wanted to go to Poly Pavilion in L.A. and see UCLA play, home of John Wooden. Right. We went there. Yeah, we went there. Then the time after that, we were out there in in uh, March. Uh, one of the bucket list things Linda and I have always had is to go to a, a professional tennis tournament. So oh. we went to the BN, BNP Paribas uh open out there and saw the top tennis players in the world play. And we just got back a, two weeks ago from uh, California. And on that trip, we went up north, uh, north of Santa Barbara to an area called Arroyo Grande or San Luis Obispo. And uh, we ended up going to a strawberry festival there. And, and of course, like we always do about anywhere, we'll end up going to a wine tasting. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so we went there, but you know, prior to that, I would say, Karen, the biggest we a little bit ago, a little over a year ago, we went to Germany, and mm. um, I, I, I'm half German, half English. So okay. when we went to, I really didn't know what to expect in Germany. I don't know why, but. I guess it was because Germany's had some really tough times that they've been through as a country, but wow. I mean, it's beautiful. I was, it just from the Alps, mm-hmm. to, you know, we went to Oktoberfest and Oh, Munich wow. And yeah. We ended up going to the largest wine festival in the world in Bad Durkham. Um, got to see Checkpoint Charlie in Berlin we went to the Rhineland wine country and where they grow grapes on on the side of the you know these steep slopes on these mountains. Yeah. Um, anyway, That's pretty amazing, we, isn't it? Oh, it is. My my brother told me at one time you you always know the guy if you go into town that works in the vineyards because he's got one short leg and one long leg. <laughs> <laughs> I never saw that guy in town, but I could understand what he's talking about. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we love love 
Germany, though. It was wonderful. That's really cool. That is really cool. I got to go to Passau, Germany a couple years ago when I went on a river cruise. Um, And that was, it was a wonderful little village with an amazing cathedral. The cathedral was almost big as the town. Um, But I liked (laughs) Germany. I liked Germany a lot. I really did. You know, we found that that you got to see the churches anywhere in Europe. Yeah. They're just unbelievable. It is. When we were in Germany, we went to Cologne, Germany. Unbelievable cathedral there um mm-hmm. yeah the churches are a must-see i mean it just you know for me it's certainly a reverence but just to see what was built in that time i know and, and it's still standing it. yeah yeah it is you know even mm-hmm. in germany there i cannot remember the name of the church in berlin berlin for us was uh I don't know. It's it's. I could still feel war on the people, mm-hmm. believe it or not, from that many years ago. But right. we went to a church there that had been bombed by Hitler, and preserved as much as it could be. And that was just to be standing there in that part of history. Um, yeah. Even in that in that trip when we went to Germany, we ended up going to Prague. Uh, yeah. Public as well. I love we Prague. Up, that. Mm. Oh, me too. We've got to go back. I mean, so many people spoke English. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that was great. Then we had one of the things that we did, I think, for me was super fascinating. My dad had told me that the Rieger family has started just south of Munich. Mm -hmm. So we went to a city called Middenwald. Middenwald is a hand, tons of the buildings are hand-painted by artists. Wow. So you walk around in the Alps are right beside you, and this humongous mountain is beside you that a lift goes up into the clouds and disappears. And wow. so you just constantly are looking at this mountain going, that is a big mountain. <laughs> really wow. big. But, but the wonderful thing about it for me personally was I went to the Rieger Hotel. Mm. I found out where they make Rieger violins. There was a Rieger foot doctor. There was Riegers everywhere. (laughs) I got got to go to where, you know, kind of my... Your family originated. Yeah. Yeah. I I can't tell you how overwhelming that is. And and I can tell you, too, we did that in England. Uh, our family, my mom's side of the family, Hammond, started in Eoville, England. So I went there and went to the, they have just one huge cemetery <laughs> there. It was hard to find, you know, 26,000 headstones. Had, you know, the the name Hammond, but we went to the archives and found a bunch. We, we I knew we were getting closer. We drove there because there was Hammond Road. Hammond Valley, <laughs> all the, but I wow. called my mom from Eaville, England, which is where her name started from. Mm-hmm. So it, that to me just is, I think that's something everybody should do is go find out where their heritage started. That's amazing. Yeah, that's got to be really warm and fuzzy, you know, to yeah, know that that's where your family. Yeah, I can, I can imagine. Well, that's really exciting, and, and you've, you're hitting some of those great bucket list items. Yeah, you know, and and oh, I yeah. like the fact that I like the fact that you guys can take a destination and just make an adventure out of it. That's that's the kind of thing that I like to do. Mitchell and I have been doing that since we met. Probably, I tell people a story that when we were dating, he has a thing for state parks and national parks. Because yeah. he worked in uh, Yellowstone while he was in college during the summers. And so one, on one of our very first dates, he wanted to take me out to one of the state parks. And it was it was further than 30-minute drive. So some at some point, I had him stop, stop at a convenience store. And I called one of my friends and I said, look, I'm in this kind of a car with this license plate with this dude. 
you know, but he was so excited. <laughs> he was so excited to take me to the state park, but it just looked, to me, it looked like we were just driving and driving and driving. And the more he drove, the more nervous I got. And we start getting off the main roads and stuff. But, you know, oh. since then, it's been that kind of adventure. Every place, you know, we, we like to kind of get away and do things like that. Yeah, what you know, we found, Karen, and especially in Europe, it's a lot of times it's not the big cities. Mm-mm. It's the, the small cities. There's a oh, absolutely. area outside of London that uh, the Cotswolds, every little town you drive into is a postcard. Right. You just you just go, wow. Yeah. Uh, so I, the little cities are wonderful to us as well. Sometimes much more so than the big ones, even though. Oh, yeah. You know, to, to me about Europe, it was just the fact that, A, the buildings look the way they do. And, and I, I resisted going to Europe, I have to admit, because I don't like old things. I don't like antiques particularly. Uh-huh. And and so I had this image of everything just being old. But I must say that it's awe-inspiring to see the work, the craftsmanship that yeah. people um, that people put into these buildings, and they're still standing and they're still beautiful, yeah. you know. And we yeah. we can't we can't build a house that lasts for fifty years. You know, and these know. buildings have been lasting forever. And just think of all the modern technology and modern equipment we have to build today. Where yeah. how they were doing it back then. It just yeah, it's pretty pretty amazing. You know, yeah, we we've been to Italy and you, the Amalfi Coast. They don't allow you to build anything new mm-hmm. um, down there, and so the, that is a place we definitely are going to go back to that's one of the most beautiful places i'd say in the top three of places we've been in the world there you go the mouthy coast but there you your... go that's <laughs> that's that's really cool that is really so what type of places do you stay at when you go on vacation well we kind of do a mix um we use airbnb a lot um mm-hmm. or home away or um, there's some other companies out there, VRBO, um, and we use them a lot. We've used them, whether it be in the U.S. or in uh, Germany or in England. Um, we typically do that, and then we'll do some hotels uh, as well. So we kind of mix it up between those. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Sometimes it's yeah. Sometimes it's a matter of. Uh, what your plans are in that area. And, you know, it may be that you're in a part of Europe or another part of the country where you know you're going to get some of the best vegetables and things. So, hey, I want to go in the kitchen and cook up a meal. Right. So then we may do an Airbnb or something like that. So we just mix it up. Cool. That's really cool. So so how did you decide? I know you said you, you've gone to some places where you have some heritage. What uh, what other deciding factors um, have made you go to some of the places that you've gone? Uh, I mean, a lot of it is, is, is the bucket list thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I still have a lot of things I want to do. I want, you know, my wife. My wife probably is not crazy about it, but I want to go to a soccer game or a rugby game in Europe. It's just their sport, you know. I want to go do some things like that. So some of it, some of it is just, you know, I, when I had my pause party, I told people I want to go take pictures with my eyes, and that's a lot of what I wanted, what I've wanted to do. Whether you see some something beautiful, a picture, maybe you see that somebody post online or in a magazine, there is nothing like it until you you go visit it. So it, it's probably, you know, some of it is stemmed from interests that we found online in certain places that we've read about that we wanted to see with our own eyes. Wonderful. I know my list keeps growing. It, oh, every time I check something off, I put something else on it or two or three things as a matter of fact. Well, there's a lot to do, you know. There's plenty to do in just the U.S. alone. <laughs> I know that's uh, that is so true. 
So true. I was just looking at flights to Denver today. Where are you? To get, yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've only been there for a few hours. On, I went on an interview for a job not too long ago, and so I didn't get to see a whole lot. And one of our, uh, our vice president for the nonprofit I started um, last year, Adventures with Autism, Down Syndrome, and Epilepsy, is in Fort Collins. And so I oh, need yeah. to um, I need to go there, and so we can do some strategizing. But I also want to just see that part of the of the country. I've not spent any time there. We went. Um, you know, you you talk about your bucket list keeps growing. Here's how it keeps growing. Sometimes, all of a sudden, <laughs> there's a new art new artist named Adele. You want to go oh. see in concert? Yes. So my wife and I were like well, why don't we just pick a city we want to go to? So we picked Denver. And we ah, bought tickets to go see Adele in Denver. <laughs> that's fun. Yeah, my, do- yeah, yeah. my my daughter um, has a, she used to be a teacher. I think you remember that. And she stopped yeah. doing that and became a flight attendant. And right a couple years, maybe a year or so ago, I guess, one of her teacher friends called and said, hey, I'm going to London for spring break. If you want to come, I've got an Airbnb. You can come hang out. So she did. Oh. Well, one of her, she likes to do two things. One was she likes to go to a zoo, any place she goes. So they had, they went to the London Zoo. But she talked them into going to see Adele. And they were able to get oh, tickets yeah. at the last minute, at the very last minute. And she got to see Adele in London. And he oh, was wow. hesitant. He didn't really want to. He didn't really want to see Adele because he didn't know much about her. But he ended up saying that was the best concert he's ever been to in his life. Yeah, that lady's amazing too. Yeah, and that you know, London—that's where she's from. Yes, so, exactly. Yeah, so that was yeah. yeah. They really lucked out. Fort totally Collins, lucked out. You know, Fort Collins is really known for its beer. Yes. <laughs> they, they yes. Some of the most brewery the local mm-hmm. breweries in the united states and just that little town right there so yeah that's what i've heard on. that is what i've heard so what are some trips um some other things that you have coming up what are you looking forward to oh uh, we're um let me think some short trips so just short trip every year my brothers and i have been to vegas probably this will be our 21st or 22nd year Oh wow! Uh, where we we go out there around Thanksgiving, and we play uh, three rounds of golf during the day, and we visit the casinos at night. I always look forward to that that trip a lot. But that's uh, that'll that will be in November. Prior to that, though, in October we are uh, headed to go to Spain, um, southern France, and. Uh, and a little bit of central and northern Italy. Um, Spain, we wanted to go to for a long time, and Barcelona and that area. And then southern France, we've, we've wanted to go to the French Riviera and <laughs> Monaco and yes. some other places like that and just soak in some of the opulence <laughs> there. That I know. Area. Yeah, and then we, you know, you talk about the bucket list expanding. I, if I hadn't known about the Lake Como area of Italy, Bellagio mm-hmm. area, I've read about it, had seen pictures, and it just I became something that I wanted to have on my list. And I love a great wine, uh, especially mm. a good red wine. And a lot of the good red wines that I love are from. Uh, northern Italy, the Verona area. So we're going to uh, take a cruise uh, ship uh, from Barcelona uh, around, well, it's actually going to end up being from Rome and skirt around the Mediterranean to the French Riviera, Monaco, and over to Barcelona. And then we're going to tag some days, probably five days, uh, for Barcelona and five days for Italy, northern Italy, onto that. It'll be about a little less than a three-week trip, and uh, I'm really looking forward to that myself. I, I, crazy as it sounds, I'm looking forward to the food. 
<laughs> I know. And that that's always one of my questions is, you know, do you like the food? What is it about the food and the drink and, and the people that you love when you go on yeah. trips like that? That's that's all about the food for me. I'm a big foodie. Yeah, when you know, I haven't. I haven't eaten meat in probably eight years now, so I'm a pescatarian, eat fish, and vegetarian. So even going to Germany, people are like, are you sure you're going to be able to do that, you know, not eat meat? <laughs> and, you know, and uh, and I I got to admit, I was like, I don't know, but I found plenty of great food there. And, you know, and I can't wait to eat a pizza, it ain't a, a pie, whatever you want to call it in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, yeah, something. When we were, there, fortunately, my wife was really sweet to me uh, back when we were there about five years ago. And we, I had a birthday come up on our trip. And so we had lunch uh, overlooking, it was in Positano, Italy, overlooking this beautiful bay with all these lemon trees right below us that had lemons that were the size of cantaloupes on them. Ooh. But the food in this restaurant, it was just, you know, sometimes it goes beyond the food. (laughs) It's your setting and everything else, and that's what it did that day. Uh, But the food did not deter (laughs) from that day at all. It was wonderful. So, And, you know, we've met so many nice people, and... For the most part, everybody wants to help you out. Um, now, we've, we've tried to learn the language of countries we go to, listen to, you know, some um, tapes, tapes and things. Whatever it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's like you get there and they speak it faster than you, and, they, <laughs> <laughs> and you're trying to catch up. And so we just kind of decided wherever country we go to, we're going to know thank you. Uh, just the proper words you need to know. And other than that, we do pretty good hand motions. <laughs> right. <laughs> like like that. So uh, the, the language barriers never really deterred us. And I, I would say, you know, with all the different countries we've been to, I, 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 there's no time to learn a language. <laughs> no, me. no, you're exactly yeah, right. not. Yeah. And a lot of, of the languages, some of the sounds, some of the words are similar, very similar in sound. So yeah. you can, you know, like the thank yous and, and stuff like that between Italian and Spanish and French is a yeah, little different. Went, it, the German, German's a little harder to learn and Russian, yeah. but, but we the other in, ones. Uh, yeah, we were in Germany and one night decided to go eat Italian food. And so, <laughs> so we go to this place, and it's we have read we use Yelp a lot to get read about restaurants, no matter what country we're in. And so we went to this place, and it was highly rated for its Italian food. Well, we walk in, the guy speaks German to me, and I kind of go, I don't speak German. We have reservations, so we ended up we go sit down, and then the waiter comes over and starts speaking Italian to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I told my wife, it's like, wait a minute, I got to switch over from Donkey Shank to Grazie. That keeps your bra- brain. That keeps your brain alive, though. That's funny. <laughs> it did. It had it twisted for a minute, though. I got to admit. I bet that. <laughs> that's pretty funny. That is really funny. Well, I sure do appreciate you coming on board. So let me let me ask you just one more question. What bucket list trip is high on your list that you haven't done, or what destination was the most outstanding that you you didn't think was going to be as outstanding, or both? Well, fortunately, we've been blessed to do um, quite a few of our bucket list trips, um, but I would say probably Germany. I just, mm. I don't know. I kind of had a, a little bit of a cold feeling about it going there. Right. But I would so go back. I would so go back, and I will. We will go back. That's but good. I would. Yeah, I would say it was. Uh, it's just. It's a big. I mean, it's a big country for a country in Europe, and it, the topography changes, the climate changes. 
um, I want to go back to northern Germany um, uh, up there further. Um, so anyway, it it would probably be Germany, which is, and you know, to, to say a city I would go back to in a heartbeat, and we've been there three times, is London. Mm. Um, London's expensive, um, but there's just something about it. I don't know if it's the royalty. I don't know if it's the tea at three o'clock in the evening. <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, we've always enjoyed London a ton and England in itself. I, and one of the things next year we're talking about doing with my brother and sister-in-law and maybe my sister and we'll see who else go go is, is I want to go play golf in Scotland, the birthplace. Oh, yes, you got it. You have to do that. That's a yeah, must. So we're talking about going to Scotland next year, and hopefully we'll blend blend in some Ireland in that as well. And Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that, you just made me think of that one. That one's definitely on the bucket list that i got to do. There's a whiskey tour in Scotland that I want to do with Mitchell because he likes he likes bourbons and whiskeys and, and not – and um, and then do St. Patty's Day in Ireland. That would be a good trip. Oh my gosh, that would be awesome to do. <laughs> we had some friends that just got just got back from Scotland, and they they uh, had motorcycles waiting for them. Oh, and nice! Some of the pictures that they posted online. Oh my yeah. gosh, they went to some desolate areas that. Gosh, I just wanted to be there. <laughs> oh, see, you're, that's that's you're as bad as I am. I just want to go. My son yeah. sent me a picture from Greece, and he called yesterday, oh. FaceTimed me, and says, you know, Greece is definitely a place that you have to see. So right. now I've got now I've got to try to get to Greece, and he's thinking he might do Australia on his next contract with the cruise line. Oh, yeah. So then, it, you know, now I got to, that, that's always been on my bucket list. But now it's like, okay, now we're talking about next year, we're, t- you know, to do something yeah. like that. So that's pretty killing cool me. New Zealand. I know, of course I've got to do New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah, yeah, you've got to do yeah. that. That would be the place to go see the uh, some uh, rugby. Uh, the yeah. black shirts team, you know, mm-hmm. the best in the world. So, yeah, that, there's just so many places to go to. There is. Well, I appreciate you talking to me and you keep you keep talking about these sporting events. And this week's um, Your Bucket List Buster show is going to be about sports travel, being able to go to some of these destinations and doing these premium sporting events. Um, I interviewed Dwayne Penner, who's the vice president of sales for Road Trips, which is an organization that puts together they customize sports trips for people that want to do Monaco, uh, Grand Prix in Monaco, oh, yeah. or you want to do the Masters, or you want to golf in Scotland. They can, you know, oh, yeah. so it's so it's going to be a really fun a fun show this week. But I appreciate oh, you works. talking to us. You've, you've been a lot of places, and I love it because you have a passion for travel, and you don't mind sharing it. That's good. No, not at all. And I appreciate you always helping us out with some ideas and thoughts, too, Karen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Anytime I can help, you know I'm here to help you. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're signing off just for a little bit. This is your Bucket List Buster. I'll talk to you in a minute. This is your Bucket List Buster, and I have with you right now the Telecom Thursday Tips by the wireless traveler. So this week's tip is about the telecom ban. Will it or won't it happen? And what are the possible implications to all of us as travelers? We have all been following um, very closely since late March when inbound USA flights from a number of Middle Eastern countries have imposed a ban on laptops, tablets, etc., meaning they have to be checked in as baggage and cannot be used on flights. Well, these include countries like Jordan, Qatar, Kuwait, Morocco, United Arab Emirates, and Saudi Arabia, Egypt, and Turkey. I know a lot of people in my industry who travel to the Pure Conference in Marrakesh, Morocco every fall, and many of us take that flight time to work and prepare on the way there and capture all our new leads on the way home. So it's bound to cause some disruption. Last month, 
In May, there was speculation on extending the laptop ban from European flights to the U.S. as John Kelly, headed, head of Homeland Security, expressed a real concern and threat. And when asked flat out by Fox News reporters if he would extend the ban, his response was, I just might. So for now, no electronics bans from countries like the U.K., France, Germany, etc. But watch this space as we keep you apprised of updates. But what does that mean for our travelers currently doing business or traveling for leisure to the Middle East? Well, some of our listeners have already expressed concern to pack their laptop or iPads in their luggage, and some are even considering not taking the devices and relying more on their smartphones, which are still permitted on board aircraft. Others are even taking burner phones, which are temporary phones primarily used for travel, And I know many of our business travelers going to China, which is a whole other telecom Tuesday topic, are taking these phones supplied by their companies as once you enter China, all electronic devices are scanned and monitored. A sobering thought when you consider all of our personal and confidential information on our phones. So to recap, no electronics travel ban for now from Europe, but well worthwhile to monitor the status prior to your travels this summer, as we all know policies can suddenly be introduced at a moment's notice, especially when safety of passengers is paramount. And that is your Wireless Traveler Telecom Thursday Tip of the Week. And this is your Bucket List Buster. Karen Duncan, see you in a minute. Welcome back to your Bucket List Buster. This is Karen Duncan, your host, and we are taking wellness to the water. Well, right here at home, Lake uh, Front Lake Austin Spa and Resort, right here in Austin, Texas, has launched a new water-focused program called the Ripple Effects. Starting on Memorial Day, which has passed that weekend, it started offering guests a dozen water activities, from kayaking to standing up paddle boarding, from meditation on the water to wake surfing. Fabulous. I'm going there next week, guys. I'll be talking to them right from the property. I can't wait. So wellness on the water has become a new initiative with some of the cruise lines as well. So like Uniworld. Uniworld started a program where they're partnering with Butterfield and Robinson, uh, introducing 2018 itineraries on the Rhine where you'll get to do some bicycling. It's called Port and Pedal. It's a program that will run in May, June, and September aboard the SS Antoinette. And you'll get to go from Basel, Switzerland, and go through France, and you'll do some daily biking excursions. Um, About 600 miles of river bends. It's just going to be beautiful looking at the medieval castles, the UNESCO Heritage Sites. Oceana is another cruise line that is offering some new wellness, comp wellness offerings where you get to um, do some complimentary wellness options on board six of its ships next year. And they'll be sailing to 370 ports around the globe with wellness-minded passengers who have access to the complimentary use of the gym and fitness facilities. Um, Plus, they've named their spa Canyon Ranch after Canyon Ranch in Arizona, and you'll get to have access to two dozen fitness and wellness classes. Also, AMA Waterways, AMA Waterways Sailings, they'll be continuing on with enhancing some of their existing wellness-focused offerings. They're testing the water, so to speak, as I do the signs with my fingers. Uh, The seven-night program includes dedicated wellness instructors, on four to six scheduled daily fitness activities, including group yoga, running, tai chi classes, and all of that. And so it's really going to be next year. Um, lots of companies have, have embraced the fact that when we go on vacation, we really need the mental release and, and offering some of these health and wellness offerings like they're going to be doing help us get into the relaxation mode that we need and the reason why we're on a do we're on the journey in the first place well that's all i have time for folks i really have run out of time it's been really fun for me i hope it's been fun for you remember to subscribe to your bucket list buster or leave some comments or both 
Next week, I'll be live from Lake Austin Resort and Spa right here in Austin, Texas, so we can learn all about what they're doing out there on the water, of course. This is your bucket list buster. Travel recharges your mind, body, and soul. You deserve it. Your Bucket List Buster is here to help you start living your dreams. Visit me on Facebook, like me on Instagram, and post some of your pictures. Thanks for joining me today. I hope you found some resources in today's show that excite your travel juices, provided you with some valuable information for your next trip, and it gave you permission to take time off and have some fun someplace in the world. This is your host, Karen Duncan. See you next week. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.